Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yes, indeed. We are the I Couple. I am Chris. He is Rob. And we are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios at the L.A. Convention Center, Radio Row. And it feels good to be up in here because Fox Sports Radio always has the best set. The best set. Yes, Look at absolutely. This. And uh, it's it's a pleasure to be here. And uh, but we're doing our normal show, so we want your input. And uh, you get your chance to call in at eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox and give your views. We'll have our man Rod Woodson, a Hall of Famer, at the bottom of the hour. And then sources say so. It's a typical odd couple show, but we're doing this from some fresh digs here at Radio Row. All right, uh, Rob, we asked Shannon this, and you. You uh, have a special relationship <laughs> with Matt Stafford. And um, the question is this, because they asked this, and here's what we're playing off of. NFL.com spoke to a few analysts, of its analysts, about whether or not Matthew Stafford, if he wins this Super Bowl, whether or not he's a Hall of Famer. And two said yes. I believe, was it four? Said, said no. no. Um, Nate Burleson was the former player was among those who said yes. Steve Mariucci would say not yet. Uh, what James Jones, Rob G, not yet. More, said not yet. Um, so, th- but but basically, two out of the six said no. No, two out of the six said, said yes, yes and, and four, four out of the six said no. But right. where are you at on it? I say no too, not yet. And and Shannon alluded to it, Chris. If he plays up five or six years here and puts up numbers, and the Rams keep winning, and they make it to another Super Bowl, or or they win the, the, the division or the NFC once or twice or something, he's going to have a case. Because you're right, it's, it's about how you finish always and how people look at you. But I don't think right here, right now, off of one, because the team he went to had already gone to the Super Bowl. We've talked about this a, a few times. We've said he has to win it to He has to, he has to win it to right. me. Because that's what that's why he was brought here. He was supposed to be the missing piece. Just like I think, Chris, if he wets the bed on Sunday and doesn't play well, remember he almost had that second pick against the 49ers that could have could have hurt them or could have lost the game for him and it was dropped. But I'm just saying, if he doesn't play well, he will get most of the most of the blame and nothing else because he was looked at as the missing He's piece, one, yeah. right? They had everything. It was like, we just need a quarterback who can make every throw. That's what they said, right? right. Jared Goff couldn't make every throw. Matthew Stafford can make every throw. So that's why if he were to win and, and they already want to get, give him the MVP and all that, if, if that's the case, it will help his argument going on. But I wouldn't say he's a slam dunk. There are other quarterbacks and Rob G. Uh, well, it's like a Jim a, Plunkett. Jim Plunkett won two Super Bowls. Right. He's not in. The, he's not in in, in the uh, Hall of Fame. Ken Stabler. Right. I don't believe another he's, another yeah, Raiders. He, won, he actually is in the Hall of Fame. But okay, did he, he get in? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Kenny the Snake Snake Stabler, another one. But there are some other guys, Chris, who won 
Uh, Phil Phil Simms won a Super Bowl. Right. He's not in the Hall right. of Fame. Right. Jeff Hostetler won the other one with the Giants. He's Doug not in the Hall Williams. of Fame. Doug Williams, who put on one of the greatest shows Absolutely. ever in the history of Super Bowls, is not in the Hall of Fame. And 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 shouldn't be. No, right? he, he didn't have a Hall of Fame. No, career. he didn't have right, a Hall right. of Fame career. And, and Plunkett didn't. And Here here's the thing though that helps Stafford, his numbers. And I get it. We are we are in a different era, right? So of co- all the quarterbacks all from inflated. this era are going to be at the top of the like yards, right? All touchdowns of them. is not quite as as different. It's different. They throw more now, but it's not like totally you know blowing away some of the top quarterbacks from from yesteryear. But the yards, Rob, is very different. The completion percentage. Things like this. So here, here's a few of Stafford's rankings. He's in the top 12 all time, Rob, of completions. He's 11th. Passing yards, he's 12. 12th. He's five yards away from 5,000. Uh, passing yards per game, get this, he's fourth. That's impressive. 275 a game. Uh, touchdown passes, he's 12th. Here's one I like, Rob. Game winning drives, he's seventh. So he, the ones I'm most impressed with in this list are game-winning drives and, I would say, passing yards I'm going to say this. Let me, let me jump in here. This is why I don't think Stafford's numbers are nearly as impressive as people think. A, a lot of those are Stafford numbers, Chris, down by two or three touchdowns late in games. Yeah, but he's Hold got on. a lot of game-winning t- right? drives. Okay, okay, that, that's one. His record against winning teams, not great. They've lost a lot of games. He lost a lot of games against good teams. And here's the third part. This past year, Tom Brady put up all those yards, right? Right. And what else? All those touchdowns. Led the league in touchdowns and yards. And he ain't going to win the MVP. It, so people don't look at but just – But he had a great year. No, I mean, no, people, no. He's no. second. He'll be second. But I'm saying so. so people are looking into your – season a little more than just stats. Right. Because normally, you remember, what what did, what did they say down in Tampa? Um, James uh, Winston? No, a- Arian said, if Tom Brady doesn't win the MVP, right. it's ludicrous. It's ridiculous, right? And I'm trying to say that the, the, the voters and the people who value the quarterback play just didn't look at Tom Brady and go, look at these crazy numbers. He's 44 years old. He led the league in touchdowns. He led the league in yards. He should automatically get the MVP. He didn't get the MVP, or he's not going to get the MVP. I think that speaks volumes as far as where we are and the numbers being a little inflated. Am I crazy? Well, I hear you, and that's, that's a good point. But when it comes to Stafford, the reason a Jim Plunk is not in the Hall of Fame or a Doug Williams no, is their numbers stats. aren't great. No, I, I get it. So if Stafford gets a Super Bowl win and then you look at his numbers, he's had nine seasons over 4,000 yards passing. That's probably – that might be more than Aaron Rodgers. But, and I know he's not as good as Aaron Rodgers. But doesn't winning matter? Yeah, it okay. does. And that's why – you're right. Right now, you and I, we laughed – when people said he's a Hall of Famer right now. Right. But if you add a Super Bowl, and I, I, I'm with Steve Mariucci, who was asked by NFL.com. Mariucci said, not like if he wins the Super Bowl, maybe Super Bowl MVP even, and then retires a month from now, 
he's not a Hall of Famer. Right, right. Which I agree with because it's just like, okay, you had one. Matt Ryan had one good year. They didn't win the Super Bowl. Right, but he, but he had, had one, one phenomenal year. That doesn't make you a He's right. got good numbers, yeah. So I, what I think is if he wins this Super Bowl and they're, say, for the next five years he's with the Rams – and they don't win one or even get back to another one. But they're but in the hunt. Up, they get to he, a few right. championship and he puts games. Up big numbers. And he's putting up over 4,000 yards a year. I think he'll be a Hall of Famer. Because he'll have the victory, the Super Bowl ring. And his numbers are he, – he very well could win, wind up top five in several categories. Right, but also – And if you got the winning, right. you, you're going to be in. But, but if he so, – so to me – it still comes down to winning, Chris, because if he doesn't win a Super Bowl, I don't think that he has the same backing despite his numbers. He could be top five, say they don't win. Right. Right? I don't think he would. you would have the same push for him despite all the numbers. That's, how, that's, well, why, here, here. that's why winning is important because oh, yeah. without the winning, without a Super Bowl – I don't think people but are going to go me, crazy over for Matt Stafford. Let me throw this at you. And, and for Aaron Rodgers has 10 years of 4,000 or more yards. Stafford has nine. But let me let me throw this at you. What if they do? They lose this game Sunday to Rams? Right. And then over the next five years, Stafford's numbers are terrific, over 4,000, maybe one year 5,000 yards. They get back to another one, lose. And then the other three years or four years, they're in the hunt, you know, right. finish championship game, lose, second round, lose, whatever. He, I still think he's got a case. Even without a Super Bowl win, Dan Fouts is in the Super in the Hall of Fame for putting up huge yards. But he also revolutionized a passing game. And I, I, it just was different in the NFL. Like, you know, the Air Coriel right. and whatnot. It, 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 would, you admit, would you agree with that? Yeah, like he that? was almost like a he, – he was, he was, uh, This is a coach, but like a Mike D'Antoni of right. the NFL, right? Numbers galore. Uh, like you said, Air Coriel. It was almost viewed like, okay, they're good. They're in the hunt. But you never believed in them to really win a Super Bowl. Right. As good as they were to charge. And, and here's the last thing about Stafford. Eight of his 13 years as a starter, Chris. His team had a losing record. Right. So that, that's another thing. And then you say, well, what do you expect? He's with the Lions. He was with the Lions. Joe Burrow went to the Bengals. They won four games last but year. Burrow's he unique. was hurt. No, yeah, but Burrow's but unique. him but they but they do share the same thing, Chris. First overall oh, he pick. Ain't, he ain't you know, but I can't what I here's what I will Stafford say. Stafford was at Georgia. Burrow's That's why he done was the number one nobody pick. else has ever done. No other no, number no, one I pick has that. led a team this early to the Super. But here's what I will say: Peyton Manning, most number one, most great quarterbacks do turn a franchise around. They you may not win a Super Bowl, but they but they make you vert, pretty much a perennial Stafford playoff never team. Did that. He didn't do that. So he didn't do it. That's why he definitely needs. To Probably win, a Super he Bowl needs win. a Super Bowl victory. Minimum. I think it's. I think it'll Minimum. be arguable if if he doesn't win it. But over the Go next five to. years, they're in the hunt, and his numbers are crazy. But he needs. I think he needs a to definitely be a Hall of Famer, a win, and then like four years of really high quality play. And here's the other thing too that I think hurts him, is that if you want to go and say he had nothing in Detroit. Calvin Johnson was a first ballot Hall of Famer. You know how hard it is for receivers to be first ballot? Right. I mean. But this was Nate Burleson's argument, Rob. Who was throwing it to Calvin Johnson? Like we saw, not that OBJ is as good as Calvin Johnson, 
But when he didn't have good quarterbacks, when he had an old Eli, he put up some numbers, but, you know, it, it didn't work out. Baker, it didn't work out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but the only thing is, and, I, and, and that's, a, that's a good point, the only thing I'm going to say is that he didn't just didn't win enough. Like, it's one thing to throw up, be down 21 nah, right. points, and then the defense softens and you're throwing in front of them, right? They're giving it to you. We want you to move the ball, Chris. We want you to right. eat clock. Right. That's what we want. We don't want to stop the clock and make – we're going to let you throw in front of us. Nothing over the top, no easy right. scores. That's football. All right, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Your turn to weigh in. If Matthew Stafford leads the Rams to the Super Bowl this year, is he a Hall of Famer? Eight seven seven nine nine six sixty three sixty nine. It's the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. Your turn to weigh in. Be sure to catch live editions of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at seven p.m. Eastern, four p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, it's the Odd Couple Christian live, live from the Fox Sports Radio studios here at the Los Angeles Convention Center, 877-99 on Fox. It's your turn to weigh in. Is Matthew Stafford... A Hall of Famer if he leads the Rams to the Super Bowl win on Sunday. 877-996-6369. What do you say? All right, let's kick it off with uh, Greg in Montana. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Greg? Hey, Odd Couple. You know we love you out west. I know you yes, guys don't sir. visit this far out west, but we love you out here. Man, hey, I, I got to get out brother. there. Chris, Chris, you been to Montana? Because I haven't been no, there No, I, I I've been to Boise, Idaho. But Never not, Montana. That's, that's oh, close, but that ain't close enough. All right, what Matt you got? Stafford, no way. No MVP. <laughs> or no, I mean, no Hall of Fame, period. Hey, born and raised in Chicago, I wanted to play Matt Stafford twice a year because we were going to get at least one pick six a game. Yes. And he could throw for 400 yards, but we had him. And winning is everything, Rob. You're right with that. What does Herm Edwards say? It's all about winning. It ain't about losing. So he, you don't he's only think, lost. period, like even – you don't think there's anything realistic he could do in the future to get in the Hall of Fame? Is that what you're saying? He'd have to win more than one. He could have, he'd have wow. to win more than one because Eli's questionable and he's got two. Yeah, but Eli doesn't win have more than the one. regular seasons that staff. I know, has, but but people, but but winning in big games, Eli. That's why oh, he's I like, a huge big name. And, and that's remember, why he's going to make it. No, he's going playoffs. to make it right. And he and he beat yeah. that 18 and 0 Patriots team. Let's. Let's let's not act like that wasn't a big deal. That was like one of the best teams we've seen in Although, the last I'll 20 years. I'll say this, years. Rob. Thanks a if, lot. If Eli didn't Greg. do it in New York, really, he might not be. New York, you know, everything is magnified. No, I for get, good I get or that. Bad. But but he did beat Brady and Belichick twice. Not once when you got lucky. Nah, I hear you. Had he only won once, Chris, then I would say he he's not getting in. I really believe that that second one, and then to beat that eighteen and zero. Had he just won one and then had the mediocre regular season, I could see where people make a case for him not to be But in. look how many people – and we'll ask Rod again. We yeah. know Rod a couple years ago was like, no way. But, you know, a lot of guys outside of New York right. that haven't worked there like us or played there, they're iffy on Eli. Yeah, I don't know how you could be with the 18-0 win. All, well, right. all right, Smitty in Virginia Beach, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Smitty? Oh, what's good, my guys? Hey, uh, 
I uh, talked to you guys, I think, the night before Brady retired. And, you know, when I talked to you guys, big, I named my second son Brady. Yes. Right? Yes. Right. Uh, so uh, this is my second time. Out. Oh, my gosh. What, what a coming. That was my whole point is this Eli thing. I think of so many of us compare Stafford and Eli. And Stafford's already ahead of Eli, in my mind, on quality of player. Chris, you're on it with the comeback wins, my friend. My wife's actually a Vikings fan, so we have this Randy Moss connection with me being the you know big Patriots guy. And I always, we've been married now 10 years, and even in the 10 years we've been married and me being a Vikings guy watching Stafford really hard, uh, he was always fighting on those comeback wins. He's always seemed to be broken, right? But wait a minute, but you Smitty, but here, here's the problem I have with that. Coming into the uh-huh. year, and Rob G will notice, he was nine and sixty-three against teams over five hundred. So where were the comeback wins against who? They weren't against fair, good fair, teams. Fair, fair, fair. Not nine and, and sixty-three so, against teams. Let me that give you my answer. My answer is 500. no. My answer is no. But my answer is also Eli. No, by by far. All right? Eli, so, no. I mean that's another that's another subject on that eighteen no team. I mean, come on, that was just. That was just so many little things. We don't need to get into that game right. right now because that was just so so many little things. But all right, no, no is the answer. No is the answer on Stafford, and he does need to win at least another one. And this this is the Yankees. I mean, I'm a baseball guy. This is this Rams team is the Yankees. The Bengals need to win this game to put the Yankees up. Love oh, you guys. You're the best. Right. Thank you, right. thanks, Smitty. Well, yeah. if the if the Bengals win this Super Bowl, man, you want to talk about who you gonna be talking about for a quarterback? Quarterback? Are you kidding, Chris? Yeah, I know he got yeah. a long way to go, but he is. No, he he, he will like. Be, he will like. Yeah. He, it'll be about Joe Burrow next year. You want to talk about who who they're so, talking so about? So going into the league, will you be saying he's the best quarterback in the league? I won't go that far. No, but he's up there. He's in the top no, he'll, he'll top be, three. He'll be, well, Brady's gone. You have Rodgers and you have Mahomes. Herbert, is he there or no? Nah, not. I not mean, yet. you have to put Burrow ahead of Herbert. No, definitely, and probably definitely, Allen too. Definitely. Probably Allen too. Oh yeah, Josh yeah. Josh Allen, Lamar. Um Lamar drops down. Russ, Russ is didn't have a great year. Russell wasn't. Hey, uh Bill in California, you're on the odd couple, Fox Sports Radio. What up, Bill? Chris and Rob, good to have you guys out here on the West Coast for a change. I uh, know. Uh, yeah. It's uh it's it's so as weird, a, uh, yes. As a lifelong Rams fan, this is gonna be a good week of sports talk radio. Finally get some airplay for my guys. Yeah, <laughs> but, man. Um, if Matt Stafford wins this Super Bowl, he's a surefire Hall of Famer. Mm. Rob likes to Rob likes to have his cake and eat it too, and you you can't say that Calvin Johnson's a Hall of Famer because he's not throwing that ball to himself. Quarterback, you, know, you didn't say that wait as far as MVP. Yeah, but Rob. quarterbacks are different. And we do wait a Cooper, minute. I'm, Cooper Cup can't be the MVP because Matt Stafford's throwing it to him. No, but Rob here, said that of his own mouth. Here, here's the other but, thing, though. But wait a minute. Let me let me just make my other point. Yeah. When you talk about quarterbacks and and having uh, Calvin Johnson doesn't throw a pick six to lose the game either, so there is another dynamic. I get it that somebody's throwing him the ball, but Stafford has way more control and can lose games in big situations, and that's what separates it. Just being because he threw the ball to Calvin, he could lose games with his play, and I think that's what separates a, a wide receiver from a quarterback. Is that fair? Kind of like how Patrick Mahomes just lost his game. 
right? Was we're not talking about teams are all all teams. Yeah, but 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 Pat he threw the but Patrick threw the the, the uh, pick six. I mean, uh, through the interception, they changed the game. Yeah. They lost off yeah. of that. Thanks. Yeah. Thank Joe you Burrow's winning games because teams are making mistakes too. We got to take that into how much we're hyping up Joe Burrow. Yeah, well, I, Burrow's a good team that's won six games yeah, the last two years. I mean, I, it's incredible Bill, what he's. If done. you want to say that it's I all won't because put him of ahead of Mahomes, yet, but, but he's but, playing. He he has turned that team around. Thanks a lot for the call. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. You'll get a chance next hour to weigh in. We'll have the Hall of Famer Rod Woodson. We'll ask him about Matthew Stafford and Eli, for that matter. Because I'll be interested to hear his take on that. Because if he's anti Eli, who's won two Super Bowls, how could he be a Matt Stafford guy? Well, I think he's just going off the reg- the numbers. Okay, that's if if indeed he feels that way. All right, you know who it is when you hear the funky music. It's the Hall of Famer, one of the greatest defensive backs ever. Fox Sports Radio NFL analyst, our man Rod Woodson. Rod, what up? What's up, my brother from another mother? Hey, hey, Rod, uh, we're doing great. We talked about a lot of Hall of Famers. Yeah, before we get there, let's let's talk about the Lovey Smith and what this league is doing, Rod. It just doesn't smell right, and and God bless They're Lovey Smith. They're putting Josh McCown on his staff. Yeah, what what do you make of what they did? His name wasn't mentioned at all. It looked like he was going to lose his job once Cully got fired. And the NFL's in a bad-looking spot with all the, the, you know, Brian Flores and the the class action lawsuit. And then today, out of nowhere, Lovey Smith gets hired by the Texans. And look, we're happy, obviously, that there's a a black coach, but we want him to be given a fair shot. And not just, oh, we're going to have him for a year or two till we can say McCown's got experience and give him the team. Yeah, I mean, you know, is Josh Mc, is is that uh, solidify that Josh yes. McCown's going to be on the staff? Yep, they put him on the staff. Well, there you go then. Then you know that you know what's you know the writing on the wall already. So the writing on the wall is Lovey's going to be there. It's for not totally two years. confirmed, but yet. That's, that's, that's the talk. Okay, that's that's the talk. Yeah, it's not right. totally confirmed. Okay, if it's if it's not, I mean, if he if he if is, he gets it, right. if he is in some form or fashion on the uh, staff, then I would think the way they really admire Josh McCown, um, I would think that he will be taking that job over in a couple years. Um, you know, but it's what's sad more than anything is that just the fact how that minority hiring in the National Football League, it's, it's really, it feels like the owners have gone the opposite. It's been such an uproar over the last couple of years, and the owners are really saying, you cannot tell me. Right, right. right. It's almost I like am going to hire yeah. the opposite what you want. And, right. and and that's what they've gone with. How, but, Rod, how frustrating. I mean, it it's 70. The league is 70% black. Nobody's saying that the, the coaches have to be 70% black. But we just had a coaching cycle with eight or nine jobs open. And we get a, a retread in Lovey. And uh, who's the other guy for the Dolphins who I never – Mike I, McDaniel. Who says that he's multi he's – Well, he's supposed to be a, a you know, one of these offensive guy. gurus again, right. though, like like all these young guys they're hiring. But I'm saying, like, just to have opportunity, how, how frustrating. You're a coach in the league looking for an opportunity. How frustrating is it? Well, it, it is frustrating um, just for the fact that, you know um, – 
I don't really know a lot about McDaniels. Um, you know, when I saw him, I didn't know he was biracial. I didn't either. Um, I, the picture, I'm telling you, if you guys who haven't seen it, Google it, and you would look at yeah. him, and I was like, okay. I mean, but, and if he is, then happy for him, and then hopefully he'll bring on some other minorities who get opportunity. You got to hope that Lovey brings on some minorities, or if Lovey's going to make his own hires at all, anyway. Right. In that situation, right. um, you know, it just kind of—it's just sad that you know we've gone two years in a row now, and you know, Cully gets a temp job basically. Right. And you know, now Lovey's taking a job over. And it feels the same way. It feels like it's a temp job. It's not, you know, he's not going to be there for five years. He's going to be there for a year, maybe two. I don't know if they can do the same thing that they did with Kelly, right? I think maybe they'll give him another year, maybe two years, and then, you know, they're going to go back and do the same thing, you know, uh, as before. Um, It's just just repeated cycle of the same thing that we've had this two years in a row, multiple – I think a minimum of seven, right? Uh, coaching openings in the last two years, and last year we got Cully. Yep. This year we get, you know, we do get McDan. You know, McDan. I don't know, you know, but we said they say he is. So I'm like, okay, great. Right. Then we get McDaniel's, and we're getting Lovey. So those things are really frustrating, and it frustrates all the coaches of color that they just. You know, you can become a position coach. They, they'll love that. They love you to be that. But if you want to be more, that's not going to happen. Right. Let me ask you this. With the talk about McCown, like, obviously they wanted to hire Josh McCown, it seems. I've said, Rod, in the NBA, in Major League Baseball, you can hire a guy with absolutely no experience, and I think it, it, it can work. I don't think it can work in the NFL. It just—it's much more complex. The staffs are much bigger. It just seems like it would be ridiculous to think a high school coach could go and and all of a sudden be an NFL coach without any experience. Is that your feel too? Yeah, but wouldn't you? If you're going to do something like that, wouldn't you do something like that with a guy who would you know a Hall of Fame status guy? Wouldn't you do something like that instead of a guy who, yeah, he was. In the NFL, but he was kind of a journeyman. Right. Played some, you know, won some games, lost a lot of games, you know, never had that namesake in the sense that he was that type of leader. Right. Wouldn't you have, wouldn't you, but wouldn't you go, like put your money on another guy who. Well, I, uh, think, Manning, I think the thinking, though, is else. that I think the thinking, because look at a lot of these coaches that had a cup of coffee in the NFL. And weren't great players. You know what I mean? I think there's a feeling that some of these guys that aren't great players will be better coaches. They always say that. They say that guys who had less talent had to right. work harder. They have more of a grind. I, I, so I think it's a false narrative. They say it because most Hall of Famers, right. guys who played at a high level, don't get into coaching. Right. Just don't you know, want to and coach. Then, and they don't want to coach. Uh for you know, and it was even told to me as I was coaching that guys who didn't play as well as I did are better coaches. Right. In my right. face. <laughs> and I was wow. like and I was like, did he just say that to me? Right. Or, <laughs> right. How do I take that? Is he telling me I'm a terrible coach? Right. You know, so but I mean with the end result though, 
of it all is that we we know there has to be some, something has to change, but you can't tell thirty two billionaires who are all white that they have to change because you're you're making them say you have to do this and they're not going to do it. And they're digging in. It seems right. like. Hey, 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 Rod. So so the NFL Network had. Uh, six of their analysts, and the question was, um, if Matthew Stafford wins the Super Bowl, is, is, he, Super is he automatically a Hall of Famer? Uh, where what? do you – not, not just because he won, but, you know, with his numbers. Get out of here. Wait, I know, all right. I'm not so even, right, even right. going right. to answer that. I'm we not see your that answer. Look at that. that. That's what – all right, Rod, now, I'm, Rod, I'm happy. Because he, he's in the top 12. In several but passing categories. I he know, didn't but win. This, is my, this is my thing. We have to stop looking at the numbers because the rules have changed, so the numbers are crazy yes. anymore. And they're going to be crazy. And Matthew Stafford, majority of his career was played in the new rules. No doubt. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not saying Matthew Stafford is not a Hall of Fame guy or he's not worthy to be even mentioned in that category or should he be voted on he has played well with the new rules you know I just say we have to start looking at the game differently and we can't say because he's a top 10 this this and this right, the rules are so different now running backs I, we can say that differently because you know if you're getting 1200 yards they still can put eight in the box right right, right so right. still that is different but reception and quarterbacks throwing for a lot of yards, we have to really pause, reevaluate what is greatness looks like, not what it sounds like, because what it used to be and what it is today are completely different. And I think we need to reevaluate what that is moving forward. I, I think if he, wins, I, I if he wins this Super Bowl, he's not yet a Hall of Famer. I think he needs – if he has like four or five more years, high-level – the Rams are in the hunt. Maybe don't win another one. Then I think he would be. But he's got to have several nope. years where they're you, winning and he's putting up numbers. Yeah, and you might be right. And you, you, you absolutely might be right. Because it was the first time he had, another te- he had a team around him. Right. But this is what I'm telling you. Greatness. Dan Marino's of the world, right? Who I mean, he had some players around him, but not a lot of great players. He took them to a lot of playoffs. Got him to a Super Bowl, never won. So greatness, that's greatness to me. And, you know, you were in Detroit. You guys played okay. You guys went to a couple playoffs. You never won any. Right. Is that greatness? No. I'm with you. I watched him. I I watched him. I don't don't believe that. And, and, um, and, And, Rod, my biggest issue was coming into this year, his record against teams that finished over 500 was 9 and 63 in his career in 12 years in Detroit. Oh. 9 9 and 63. That's not Hall of Fame to me. I'm sorry. Yeah. I I just think whoever votes, they got to get rid of the namesakes and they got to get rid of the numbers and they got to ask themselves really at the end result what the, what is greatness to the in the National Football League moving forward. Not what it used to be, not the numbers that it used to be. Because back in the day, it was 35 touchdowns, 
you know, if you throw about nine interceptions, ten interceptions, you're going to be MVP. Well, you got to be in your 40s and 50s now. Right, right. Because the game has changed. So it should change the same way when you look at the Hall of Fame, you look at these passing numbers and receiving yards. To me, I just really think we got to pause and we really got to look at it subjectively and say, what is greatness really? And what does it look like moving forward? That's our man. He certainly was great. Hall of Famer Rod Woodson. We appreciate you, man. I appreciate my brothers. And and finally, we agree that Eli Manning's getting into the Hall of Fame. Oh, man, I'm going to get sick. (laughs) (laughs) All right, buddy. Thank you. All right, Rod. Later. All right, now. (laughs) Sources say it's next. Keep it locked. I couple Fox Sports Radio. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. It is the iCouple, Chris and Rob, live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. It's time for Sources Say. Check, check, check. Everybody hear me? My sources say these two have been covering sports for nearly three decades apiece. I will say this. Let's put the Big J journalist to the test. It's Sources Say. That's right. It is Sources Say, the Yacup of Fox Sports Radio, live from Radio Row. You sound great. I don't sound that good in my ear. You sound great, Rob G. Thank you. you I appreciate it. Hey, hey, Rob, he coming for your job. Don't, don't, don't. I heard Rob got vacation coming up. stuff he talking. Yeah. I already know. He texts me once a week, yo. So so next time Rob's off. (laughs) I was like, let's let Rob say something crazy so that, uh, just to see what happens. I'm here. Right, right, right. All right. So I got to. Uh, seven stories here. They all sound a little seven. bit real. They all sound wow. a little bit fake. It's We're up to get Chris and Rob three of them. to tell us which stories are good and which stories are bad. So let's get right to it, guys. Story number one. My sources say that Antonio Brown shared a receipt on social media showing that he paid $2 million to buy out the owner's suite for the upcoming Super Bowl. Chris, my source is good. There's a part of me that wants to say no I think I would have heard of that. I'm going to say no. False. I think that's false. Too much. He don't even know if he's going to have a job in the league. You, what you, you rocking to pay oh, he two. he ain't going to have a job. Right. <laughs> you, you rocking two. But I can see him that? doing that. I'm going to say false, Rob G. You sit on a throne of yeah. lies. So did you just completely No, but here's the up? thing. Antonio Brown thought he was slick. He shared a receipt showing the $2 million. It was for last season's Super Bowl see? that he paid the $2 million. Come on, man. Why trying is he to, trying to know, flex on right, the ground? Exactly. Trying to flex. Yeah. He needs to be saving every penny right now. <laughs> Here we go. Story number two. Rob, this is right up your alley. Somebody, I don't know who did, but somebody paid almost half a million bucks for a trading card of a kid named Hassan Dominguez, who has only played 56 minor league games so far during his professional baseball career. Rob Parker, half my source a is good. I'm going to say with 
Don't Google it. I saw it with your phone. No, no, no. I just put it down. Okay. So we know what Rob does when he's not in the studio. <laughs> no, I know. Otherwise, otherwise, I'd win all the time. My God, I don't win. So you know I'm not Googling. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, does he play for the Yankees? He's a minor leaguer. For the Yankees? I can't tell you that, okay. Rob. I'm going to say it's true. I think this is one of those calculated, like, uh, he's got like he potential. You know, is potential crazy. is crazy. I'm gonna get How it on the ground he? floor. He's 21. Yep, I'm, I'm gonna say it's true. I mean, it sounds crazy to me, but just because you you're sneaky, but it sounds so crazy that I do think it's true. Oh. You guys are good. Who does he play for? I'm not gonna say. I have no idea. I had to look it up. But, what? yes, he's only played 56 but minor league games. Has, he's, has been, he been on fire? he's been marked up as the greatest prospect yep. to and ever so, come to base. So, ever? Yep. That, that, the way he looks so you far. You haven't heard of him? Uh, but I don't remember where he, I, I know the name, but I can't remember what organization yeah. he's in. That's what wow. I was trying to figure out. But, but half a million no, but I, for a guy who's never played in the majors. But they, but, probably, but got, they probably got major money. But but they're selling they're selling these uh, cards for seven million twenty million right. you know what I mean so right. a half a million. Right. No, well, yeah, you guys no, hear this great. isn't in the story or in the in the sources say, but somebody got a Honus Wagner that was torn in half, and it was two hundred thousand dollars. Torn in half. Yeah. Torn in half. Because you used to have to have them in good shape and mint condition. Right, right, right. right. All right, here we go. St- story number three. Sources say in the odd couple. My sources say that Lou Williams currently with the Hawks, and a known ladies' man, has a cameo in a documentary about dating called The Tinder Swindler. Chris, my source is good. (laughs) The Tinder Swindler. I'm going to say it's someone else. Not that Lou isn't a ladies' man, but just knowing you, I'm going to say it's false. Somebody else. Now, Lou had two women at the same time, two girlfriends at the same time, Chris. Basically a polygamist. And they know it. That's they, the way no, he rolls. Right. Like, that's not just one time. This right. is he in his life. He always has, like, yeah. two, two girls at the same time. So I'm going to say that that's it's true. only two. You sit on a throne of lies. The documentary is I real. I would get the bongos ready. Lou Williams. Lou Williams got in it. Who is it? No, nobody. Nobody oh, famous. But it's right. apparently it's a hit documentary. All right, here we go. Uh, story number four. My sources say I can just, you know, go. Aaron Rodgers <laughs> was at a youth event over the weekend in Wisconsin, and a fan asked him to sign a bratwurst, which he did. Rob Parker. Oh, Chris, you're ahead. I think that's true. I think that's true. Rob Parker. I'm gonna say that's false. That. You can't put a a, a a a marker on meat. I mean, what is this? <laughs> a pen? You can on a bratwurst. Oh yeah. That's gross to sign a Watch. sausage. You sit on a sausage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got to break this tie, Where'd right? you get that, I don't Rob? Think we got time. There was a rapper named Action Bronson. He signed a hot yeah. dog for a fan with Rob's a, with a Sharpie marker. Rob's just upset because he doesn't believe in wasting brats no, and hot dogs. No, no, no. You like brats? I like brats. Brats are good. I like brats better than hot dogs. No, I like hot dogs. Hot dogs. And no, we're going to end it in time. At about 12, oh, you stop eating hot dogs. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it locked. 